Hey there! Before we got started, we want to say a quick thank you to our host, Muse on Minis. For years now, Muse on Minis has been the industry leader in beautiful, high-quality tabletop accessories. From tokens to widgets to terrain and more across a wide variety of games, Muse on Minis has everything you could possibly need to complete your tabletop wargaming experience. Head to MuseOnStore.com to see what new innovations the fellas come up with next. That's MuseOnStore.com. Musing and amusing accessories for every gamer. Now on to the show. Hello and welcome to episode 5 of Full Tilt. My name is Steven, and I still play Soul Blight, no matter what. No matter how good the record is, huh? <laughs> no matter how big the nerf is. Eight nerfs in a row? Jesus. I'm Jesse, and I play Slate August. I'm Nick, I play OBR, Stormcast, and Skaven. Nice. I am Joel, I play Sylvanas. Any news happened this week? Nothing. Nothing, uh... No nerfs, nothing. Uh, no, nothing substantial, I don't think. Yeah. Okay, it's good. Any, nothing big, I don't think. Nothing big. Not that I can. Nothing that changed any like playstyles of any armies or anything like that. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Nothing. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, probably not. Nothing probably. that fundamentally changed one of our <laughs> somebody's enjoyment of their entire faction. Yeah. Uh, uh, not at all. Yeah. No, the reason why I listed three different factions is the factions he's playing. That's true. Yeah, yeah. eagle eagle eyed listeners will have picked up that he added a new faction. I two armies today. That's it. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there was an FAQ this last week, and uh, it was unfair. And not cool at all, and totally needed. I mean, after, no, I I win, after I seen the win rates, I was like, "All right, maybe, yeah." Guys, yeah, they're quite high. So not guys. for me, but I mean, no. good, good for <laughs> people that are doing that well. But okay, <laughs> I feel like I feel like there is no bigger insult to your own playing than when you get a nerf that you feel is completely unreasonable oh, and yeah. then you yeah. check the win rate sure. it just win makes rate. you yeah, feel bad yeah, about your own a, playing for oh. Real, yeah oh i just suck okay yeah oh cool <laughs> got it jot that down yeah. Yeah, make a note oh so this is all this is all on me then oh, okay cool well <laughs> uh yeah but um i mean soul bite especially my faction was doing way too good, which is not my wheelhouse. I like to play aggressively mediocre factions. <laughs> which is not what I'm doing right now, so I'll feel kind of bad, but... Uh, yeah, there's, there's quite a few nerfs that came down. Um, some of them, like, all of them were pretty... Well, I guess not all of them. Most of them were pretty, like, you could see them coming a mile away. Um, when the book came out, you could... What the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. Having some technical difficulties? Technical difficulties. Well, there was a nerf to the harvester, um, and it fundamentally changed the way it works. Yeah, so it's fair now. Very upset. Very fair now. Very fair. Everyone can go home. It's probably too fair, to be honest. All that pulls out OBR, just shake his hand and walk away, because there's no winning. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're just so overpowered. You'll lose every game against OBR. Ask Jesse. No, I don't know. I don't know what's going on in my house. Wait, right wait, now. Jesse, were you complaining about OBR? No, no, not at all. No, no I really wasn't. 
Yeah, really. Yeah, was. I'm not convinced with Nick saying it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I wasn't, but like, I do think, like, yeah. after seeing the nerf, I do think it's like, okay, so you're just bringing it in line with all sorts of other recursion. You know, that's my opinion of it, at least. I know Nick obviously feels different because he plays the faction, so. Sure. I feel like playing against Jesse, it'll be like if you kill his unit exactly, he'll just say like, oh, that's bullshit. That unit should have one less attack. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joel, we've never even played a 2K game. Shut the fuck up, first of all. So, oh, we played plenty of other games. We played a bunch of baby games, that's sure. But I've, I've seen you other play games with other people. That's fair. Sounds like we should play a 2K game. Hell we yeah. Should. Do it. I'll play my mediocre daughters of cane with my sweet 36% win rate and get slugged. But fuck it. You gotta pump those numbers up. Show them what they're doing wrong. I'm going to, my friend. That's the plan. Good. Yeah, that's the attitude. That's the right attitude. Yeah. To be fair, I don't think records really matter, but the important thing about looking at win rate statistics is also comparing how many people actually played it. Because the more people fair, play yeah. it, I feel like the further it's going to push it toward the median. That's that's accurate. Yeah, that's. I think that's why like slaves and stormcast, especially because those are like two of the most played armies. That's why I feel like they have such a varying win rate a lot of the time. Yeah, because you have essentially mediocre players playing them. Yeah, because they look so cool. So. Fuck yeah, they do. But daughters is the same thing. Like their win records, not is the same as uh, slaves. So, whereas like Are they popular, uh, not as no, not as much. I know, I know, slaves is the most popular faction in the game right now. But is it? I think they have like an eight point something percent. And like, then, oh, come on, come on, Nick. Is that surprising? Warhammer attracts all the edge lords. I'm excited to play them. I don't care. They look fun. That's what it should be about anyways, just playing what you yeah, want. Dude. Fun. Oh, for sure. That's why I brought, like, I had that, like, I was even telling Joel, I, I had that Astral Templars list that I was thinking about bringing. I was just like, you know what? Nah, I'm just going to bring something fun. That's the anti-monster one, right? Yep. Yep. Well, you know what? I'll, I'll try everything once. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 feels, that feels so teched against me. <laughs> oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, when I seen that, I was like, like oh, man, I could really, especially, nah. Yeah, but nah. I was like, nah, <laughs> I don't want to do that. Nah, do, do it. I'll play against it. Like, I don't want to play against it every fucking game, but I'll play against for it. For sure, for sure. Oh, really? You don't want to play against Strike and Fade every game, buddy? Yeah, for... it's fun. And you're talking about a faction ability versus a sub-faction, so. It's the same thing. Ah, yes. Uh, ab- absolutely, <laughs> sure. Jesse just gonna Jesse. Yep. My point earlier. Jesse gonna Jesse. No, like to be honest, uh, Silvaneth is like watching those games. Is like I would rather claw my eyes out than watch those because it's <laughs> the most uninteractive game, and it looks like it looks like for the Silvaneth thread, it's great. Your opponent is never having fun. The hundred percent. So is that why we've never played a two K game. No. Because I'm also hell happily get my nuts smashed, you know, so. <laughs> Which will happen, but that's fine. Oh, but it's probably not as bad as you think. I think it is. I think it is. What I'm finding my games is that as long as I bring that one skeleton unit, I'm unstoppable. Unstoppable. That's honestly, yeah. I can't lose. Nope. 
Dude, the face, it like face tanked Krondus. That last one just won't die. The champion. Doesn't matter how many dragons or annihilators you send at me. Who cares? Yeah, one guy's gonna survive, and the whole unit's basically alive. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Holy shit. Pretty amazing. Well, there's one guy left. I can get him. I can get him next turn. Oh shit! Now there's nine. Oh, oh there's nine guys. Okay. All right. Uh, they double attack. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so sweet. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> Did you guys go over the uh, what actually happened in the Harada, the FAQs? Okay. Lots of next nuts. So. Barely. Nice. I just like glossed over it. You know, don't okay. want to reopen old wounds. Okay, that's fine. Uh, okay. Well, basically, when the book came out, my zombies, like you could, Veracruz, you can add D3 models to a Deadwalker unit. Well, that's like clearly it was intended just to be the zombies. But there's like the Kosargi Night Guard. Are dead walkers and they're pretty sweet. They have like four wounds, a five up save, and a, or a four up save and a five up ward. Like it's pretty. If you can add D three to those guys, that's pretty sweet. Uh, and you can also, you could do D three corpse cards and stuff. It's like pretty stupid. It's like the yeah, dumbest that's... of the dumb people were, were spamming corpse cards. Like you don't think they're gonna fix this? What are yeah. You doing? But, um, that was fine. That's fine. I think that's like. Totally obvious that that was going to happen. And then they also nerfed Neferata's redeploy thing, mm -hmm. so you have to adhere to the mission's deployment rules, which also makes sense. <laughs> so what's just... the what's the part you're upset about then? Me? I am upset. Well, I guess I'm, I don't really care. Uh, the her spell has been the same since she's been in AOS, which is like. You you get the good part of ethereal, so you can still add to the you can add to a save and be ethereal, which is insane. It's super strong. Uh, now it's just like normal ethereal, which I think is fine. It's just like the problem is the zombie dragon, and uh, I think is like so ubiquitous in all all the lists. Like I think is pretty gross. That's what probably deserves some kind of toning down, some nerf, uh, rather than it's like one piece that only works in one list or in one sub faction, you know what I mean? But I guess the way that they do it, they tone down, they do like really effectively tone down the list that was performing the best. So it's probably actually the best way they could have done it. I just think it's annoying. It's like something that was never a problem before. And now suddenly it's got to be nerfed, I guess, but it does. It brings it right in line with all the other ethereal abilities. So it's fine. I'm not upset at all, actually, by the way. Just throwing that out there. More nerfs, please. Get me more to that 48% win rate. That's my wheelhouse. Right. Yeah, that's the sweet spot where you don't get touched by GW. Yeah, Leave me amazing. alone. Yeah. Leave my harvester alone. He's already in the garbage in pieces. He's just a boy. He's just a boy. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what he done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Blood, Blood Knight's got nerfed too, which is like cool. <laughs> yeah, whatever dude <laughs> but uh and like they nerfed they nerfed the thing i was like almost never gonna happen they're like when they run over trample over things they do d3 mortals that just oh, as yeah, when yeah. they when they move so it applies to movement and charging it applies to any kind of movement so their movement phase charge phase and pylons and they nerfed it so that it does not work on pylons anymore which is like you know it is annoying because like you could you could like pile in just touch over somebody's base and do D three mortals and I understand why they wouldn't want that to happen. That's yeah. 
Yeah. So all the nerfs are pretty fine uh, for me. And then there's poor Nick. <laughs> just got sideswiped. But it's okay. Yeah. I mean, they took that boy out to the woodchever. I'm sure gone. I'll try it, and it won't be that bad until until it's bad. Then I'll be like, all right, fuck this. I'm playing Skaven. Yeah. yeah. I got the cure for what ails you, though. I got the <laughs> double Varg gear. It's going to be weird. <laughs> The Gothazar is going to house those two guys. They're yes. the same point cost. And then I'll be like, fuck yeah, OBR is great. Dude, the Gothazar is a basically it's a god tier <laughs> model. Yeah, why don't I run like six of these? You see what backhanded those two bat werewolf things? Fuck I yeah. don't even know what the fuck those things are, but he fucked them up. Fucked them up. They didn't stand a chance. They didn't stand <laughs> a chance against anything, like even like the battle mage. Yeah. We'll shit house them, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Roundhouse kick them. So. We're back. I, I do think, Nick, that Skaven list you brought today, like, you were able to do some pretty scary things. Like, it was... Yeah, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, actually. It was really surprising. Like, I was worried that there wasn't too much synergy in my list, but it actually worked out, like, decently well, I feel like. <clears throat> we'll say you should probably, like, hurry up and figure out what you're going to play. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Practice in. Yeah, definitely. Because not only is it making the right plays, it's also... Uh, knowing your stats by heart so you don't go to time. Definitely. Yeah, there's still a little bit of time, at least. Yeah, I think what you did with like splitting up the uh, buffs for the charges on your tree lords, though, it's a good idea. Oh, that. Oh, man. It's a way good idea. That made for a really deadly play that one turn. Yeah, definitely. Because then you were able to just like snowball fucking Durthu and Drycha and just like, oh, yeah. Cool. And just like Fucking take out a rats. whole bunch of heavy hitters all at yeah. once. It's nice to learn how to play around good unbinds. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Kind of yeah. threw me for a loop there for a second, but I think I figured it out a bit. Definitely. Yeah, good lord. Plus four to unbind is actually really dumb. Yeah. What do you mean? Act like. What do you actually, mean, actually? I've Where you like, oh, yeah, yeah that's... I've, <laughs> I've always been on the, like, I'm the one giving it out. I've never been on the receiving end of the bad unbind, so... <laughs> I was like, that's not too bad. Like, yeah. plus four. Oh, I've well, that's actually never, kind of scary. Yeah, I've never played against anyone that has any sort of bonuses to unbind, so I'm like, <laughs> I'm just sitting over here with, like, yeah, plus three, plus four, that's sweet. That's not absurd at all. I think Kratos even gets, like, plus three. All my armies just have, like... Really good unbinders. I think. Let me double check, actually. Where are they when you usually play against me? Is it just uh, that OBR don't really have them? OBR does, yeah. But you were just out of range, usually. Arcan has plus oh. three to unbind. It's plus two or three. I don't remember. Yeah. Okay, it might have just been because in that game, you had so many drops that you were able to position it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I kind of liked that versus just being a one drop, to be honest with you. And I don't feel like... I mean, obviously, the mission we played kind of incentivized going second, but... Yeah. It, it was really nice to control the priority, but I, I do think that helped me a whole lot. Definitely, yeah. That's kind of how it was when I played Jesse on that same mission, too, to be honest with you. I, every single time, I just chose to go second, because it's like, yep, yeah, I'm going to choose w which objective's on, and... It's too just, big of an advantage. Yeah, right? They should nerf it. Cost points. Yeah. Everything should be the same. <laughs> yes. Let's make all weapons. Let's just hit show up to the table, on threes. Set it up. Get all of our models on the table. Flip a coin and 
whoever wins heads or tails, we'll just call it right there. Yes. Well, actually, no, because <laughs> a lot of times, technically, coin flips are biased toward one side because one side of the coin is heavier than the other. So I don't think that would be very balanced. Well, I think either what we should do is we should use a random number generator on our phone <laughs> or someone can spend points getting one side of the coin head. There you go. <laughs> spend points getting one. Holy shit. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. All right. <clears throat> Man. Are you off the ledge, Nick? You do go. Yeah. No, no, We We were talking about the new way. <laughs> we're just being fourth really edi- fucking stupid. Fourth edition is just you're going to bring <laughs> all fair. your models to the table and set everything up, figure out the mission, and then you just flip a coin and whoever wins, yeah. that's the game. That's that's the game. Hell yeah. Your balance. Hell yeah. Back into X-Wing, baby. Here I come. Like, real quick. <laughs> it's almost like 40K. You just figured out. All right, you're going first. Cool. We're done here. Good game. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Don't have to move any models. Wait, 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 no, no. I'm playing Colts. I like going second. Yeah, there you go. And <laughs> you picked to go first, you idiot. I fucking oh, checkmate. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, fourth edition. Do you have any like wish list rules or anything? I don't know, honestly, because I feel like I feel like the game is in a pretty good spot right now. Okay. Like I like how fast they're releasing all the battle tomes. Like, like I mean, even. Joel can say to this also, like, 40K never... I don't feel like they release codexes nearly as fast as AOS releases Battle Tomes. How Dude. fast are they releasing Battle Tomes? I'm, like I think there's only, there's only two armies left to go, and there's probably still almost a year and a half left of the edition, whereas 40K just barely got the rest of the codexes out, and there was maybe, what, five months left of the edition? Well, is it just that 40K has more codexes, or is it that AOS is getting them out faster? Maybe it could be that. That's fair, actually. I didn't really, I didn't really think about that. I don't I mean, know. They've been doing them like two months. That's pretty yeah. insane, I think. Every two weeks. I, I think 40K mm-hmm. does like two one month, and then one the next month, and then two one month, and then one the next month. I, mean, that's a, I think that's a good pace. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you're right, though. Maybe there is more codexes in 40K. I didn't really think about that. Dude, well, we can't complain at all. Uh, War Machine used to release books, and like each faction would get like five models in a book. So like everybody got something, which is really cool. Oh yeah, that's pretty cool. They'd release one book a year, all right. And uh, sometimes the models in that book would not come out for another two years after that. Oh my so, god! Damn. Yeah, yeah. So anything's better than that. Yeah, for sure. I do think uh, that's my wish list. Fourth edition is expanded terrain rules themselves, not the, like the faction terrain thing, you know. Yeah, like, that's fair, uh, actually. I think that's one thing they could do. <laughs> one thing they definitely could do better is make some more interactive and interesting terrain. Um, I actually kind of like AOS's approach to terrain because it's a little bit less and more than I've less is more than I've seen in other games because I feel like most rule sets I've seen never quite get it. Like the more rules they add, the more little exceptions you come across which causes a little rule debate in games and stalls things up. Yeah. I see what you're saying there, yeah. Uh not if it's written clearly. Yes, I mean yeah, but have, haven't really seen it. Rules written clearly. What game are you playing? 
No, I'm just That's kidding. one thing uh, I will give War Machine credit for is their train rules were written really clearly. Like there, I wouldn't know. I, did, I, I didn't play War Machine enough to really get their terrain. Yeah, yeah, but they did add some weird shit. I think, especially like towards the end of the third edition, there was like just some extra stuff that I don't think was necessary. Steve kind of likes it, but you know, um, pretty much played a Age of Sigmar and one page rules, and so far my favorite terrain rules is Age of Sigmar. Don't, does 40k have quite a bit of terrain Compared rules? Compared to 40k, yeah. Oh, yeah, and it is not better, for sure. It is more of a headache than anything. I feel like a good tell of how functional terrain rules are is how much you see um, tournaments house rule terrain. That's fair. A lot of that in 40k. Okay. Why is that? Um, because of things such as like objective placement relevant to terrain, like when they say can't they say that a terrain piece cannot be placed on top of an objective objective token. Now, does that mean it cannot have any roof over it or does that mean the wall can not be put on it? I don't know. That has never been clarified. Stuff like that. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, Well. War Machine, I guess, used similar zones to 40k or AOS or whatever, but like, you could definitely place terrain in the zone. It just couldn't be placed within like three inches of another piece of terrain. Oh yeah, yeah. I think most games have something like that. Yeah. As far as like terrain can be placed close to other terrain. It was pretty funny in our game, both of us having like teleporting shenanigans. Oh yeah, that was kind of neat. You enjoy them beat them, right, Nick? What's that? If you can't beat them, join them. Exactly. <laughs> well, the knotholes the work almost say, exactly like my Wildwoods. Yeah, they're almost exactly the same. It's kind of interesting because I can actually put them in, the, in his deployment if I want to, which is kind of hilarious. But they have to be wholly within eight inches of, of the board edge, more than three inches from other terrain, and 18 inches from other knotholes. So it's like you could, you could pretty much you get a pretty good range with them. I don't know. I thought it was cool felt like a big old tree yeah i feel like i feel like if you were playing against a different faction you wouldn't have such an issue of uh your faction train being screened out oh you're talking about the novels yeah 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 just because sylvaneth has such high high Mm -hmm. mobility definitely yeah i mean yeah I, i really only teleported the two people through there the two right. units, but it was once, still once like I, nice to have that. Once I had them completely screened out, you pretty much did what you needed to do. I just yeah. prevented any more. Yeah, I think you learned real quick on turn one when the storm fiends went through and started popping into the tree lord. That was that was hilarious. I, I didn't really have a choice yet. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was glad when those things died. <laughs> Fucking when he buffed the shit out of the storm fiends, he almost just killed a tree lord first turn. Yeah, it was pretty hilarious. That tree lord just basically teleported around for the rest of the game trying to heal. Yeah, he was was basically (laughs) on screen. He basically healed up a couple wounds and then was on screening (laughs) duty the whole game. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Which it worked. He did. He he was fine. That's just fine. Hey, it kept him away from me, which that's fine. Mission accomplished, as George Bush would say. (laughs) 
Yeah, good one. But uh, we did something cool as far as playtesting where, okay, we got to the point where we were like, okay, uh, we can pretty much just assume Joel has the game. Yeah. And then after that, we kind of did a thing where, like, I would play through how I normally would. But since the game was basically already called, we allowed Nick like a whole bunch of takesies backsies so he could kind of learn the optimal plays when learn playing from behind. Better because stuff that's, to do, yeah. Yeah, because playing from behind is always a really difficult situation. Yeah, because like I did the shooting into Drycha originally, and then I found out Dirthu had 12 wounds left, and I rolled like a fucking god for the warp lightning cannon. I'm like, oh my god, if I had one more thing to shoot at Dirthu, he'd be dead. And so yeah. we were like, well, let's just like see what happens and allocate that, the shots. I yeah. think that situation right there really emphasized the fact that there's a lot of situations where if you have a really swingy shooting unit, you should probably shoot with that first because it might create a situation that you have to capitalize on it and finish off the unit with a different one. Yep, exactly. Yeah, that was an eye-opening moment for sure. God, especially because I rolled a one for the fucking cannon. I'm like, seriously, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that thing, uh, I played against Gaven today, too. That thing fucks. Man, that thing is sick. I have a second one, and now I'm like really tempted to run two of them because that was, that was legit, yeah. I think you should. I almost thought about deploying it near the gnaw hole and having it pop out from the gnaw hole and just pick something off. Like, <laughs> I think I think you played that thing perfectly. That Definitely. game, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But that would be fucking hilarious. Yeah, because you basically played it in a way that like it annoyed me the whole game, but I never dealt with it because <laughs> I always had more important things to deal with in the game. Yeah, definitely. So I ended up getting a whole bunch of shots off. Yeah, it was insane. Like I said earlier, I overcharged it every single time, and I could not. It was down to one wound when we called the game. I was just like, "Holy shit, it's still here!" I could still get through one more round of shooting with it. Yeah, that thing uh, in my game was just like blowing dudes up left, right, and center. And he didn't. Even, he didn't even have an engineer. It was insane. Yeah, yeah is, that good, what that thing, is that what that thing next to it was, Nick, an engineer? Yep, that's what lets me roll 12 dice for the damage, because normally it's just six. Oh, yeah. That so feels like a must. I, oh, yeah. It literally can double the damage like it did. Like Otherwise, it w I would have only done six mortal wounds to Durthu and not, definitely wouldn't have killed him with that. So. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, he like put... I mean, he killed like six zombies or something, which is like the most you can do in one shot without an engineer, so that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty and good. And then he, like, softened up Sweet Radicar. <laughs> softened and, up Radicar. Uh, oh, he was so soft. And then I, like, <laughs> healed him with a heroic action and charged him into the Storm Fiends and, like, charged him in the, into the center. And then, like, I explained to him what Unleash Hell looks is his second game. <laughs> and, like, Radicar, which is, like, the, the center of the circle jerk, just got these fucking Unleash Hells sprayed all over him. And took him out. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I didn't even get to make an attack. Oh, yeah. Game. It was bad. I got frosted like a cinnamon roll. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. And that was the game. It was over. <laughs> <laughs> really cool faction, though, escaping. Yeah, definitely. We had a somewhat similar situation with Nick Stormfiends. Like having to avoid Unleash Hell. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, when you charged Durthu and Drycha in. So that was smart the way you did that, though. Yeah, I ran Drycha into the Stormfiends first so that she would unleash, eat the Unleash Hell and Durthu into uh, his general so that he could get the damage in and get my battle tactic for that turn. Oh, yeah, thank well, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Technically, the Plague Priest is my general, but... Oh, I thought that guy would do to your general. No. Oh, I can't, I can't give him artifacts or command traits, so... Oh, he's unique? Yeah, yeah, he's a named character. It makes sense. Yeah. The real general, though. He's not even a war master, which I thought was kind of surprising. He's 430 points. You'd think he would be. Yeah, I mean, that, that is kind of weird. It was an older book, though. Yeah. And that seems like a new, a newer uh, swing. So, There's one thing I noticed about Sylvaneth. I feel like they have a lot of War Masters. Like, really? Drycha is one. I'm pretty sure Lady of Vines and Alariel are oh, really? them Damn. also. Yeah, that is kind of surprising, because I'm pretty sure the Skaven and the, Skaven, the Sylvaneth books came out right around the same time, because that's when we got the box. The I could be box. wrong. I, I know... Um, Lady of Vines and Drycha are War Masters. I could be wrong about Alariel. I would assume she is. Fuck. I know she can um, issue orders within 18. I don't know if it's because of War Master, though. I mean, I, I have each of my sub-faction leaders as a War Master. Oh, damn, okay. Oh, my God. So I have five. I think OBR It doesn't three. feel as crazy for me now. Yeah, OBR's got Catacross, Arcan, and then Nagash, obviously, but... Yeah. Oh, man, I have Nagash, too. I have six. Dang. Hell yeah. And no wonder they nerfed you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Deserved. Got me. Man, I can't... When you finally play that Harvester, remind me not <laughs> to bring my skeletons. Because it was so oh bad. Oh, my God, I... <laughs> yeah. Like, don't even fucking roll those. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, God. It's like, hey, remember that thing you used yeah. to do? Oh. Yeah, no, yeah, check this out. <laughs> oh, no. Fuck. Man, you killed nine and left one. That's so bad. Oh, well, here comes the Dude, that's just, that's a reoccurring thing for my games lately. Well, I wish I could say I'm sorry. <laughs> We're sorry. So sorry. Okay, any other observations? Jess, you have Dojo, you got a new faction on the way. No, not yet, because I don't have their battle tone. Oh, okay. I have low yeah, list but... stuff, but it's not, I don't know, what half their artifacts do, and I really want to look at Wahapedia all the time. Wahapedia, Wahapedia. <laughs> yeah, it's not as easy as a book. I agree. But uh, you, you, uh, do you have the list queued up? or No, no I have to buy a lot for that, actually. Nice. Nice. Does that mean Slaves of Darkness are going to be your faction for Boise GT? Yeah, probably. Just because I know them the best anyway. Makes sense. Probably not a good yeah, call. I, mean, you, I think it's a great call. You definitely don't have to take my faction anymore now that it's been dumpstered. <laughs> yeah, dumpster from a, 50, from a 62% win rate to a 53. Real bad. That's right. <laughs> I think I think it's probably a good tall. I mean, you know, you'll know Slaves of Darkness better, and I feel like a lot of the times it's better to play something you know than to play something that yeah yes. that has a higher win rate. 
I mean, they don't have higher win rate. They have the same win rate, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Play what yeah. you know. Exactly. Boom. That is for, well, Skaven and Stormcast are both 46, and then I think OBR is 51 now. Damn. Look what they did to your boy. Look what they did to my boy. 46, that's a win rate I can get behind. Man, that's a win rate for the people. Fuck yeah. I gotta print that Skaven army. <laughs> yeah, I think Nick hinted at it earlier. I think it's like a lot. Like, there's, they're a popular faction, so, you know, a lot of... Oh, yeah, with uh, slaves or... Yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. So, it's the same thing with Stormcast. Like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, like, I don't think anyone's five would with them yet. If I read that correctly, so if you four would, you, you, you have you have some skill, I think. You know, but no, that's not a bad thing though. It's nice when your battle tone doesn't have to change, and you don't have to like read a rule in the book, and you're like, wait, that's not what it actually means. Because there's a bunch oh, of stuff in Stormcast book that's like that too. Fucking like tyrannous. Some of the sub that I've looked at, I'm like, holy fuck, like, why have I not been running that? And then I look at, I look at Wahopedia and it says something completely different. I'm like, oh, never mind, I got FAQ'd. Well, like my, like my rally rule. Yeah, that is annoying. Yeah. What happened to me with Tyranids? Exactly, yeah. That's why I don't mm-hmm. buy battle tomes. They're like instantly obsolete. So, I don't know. Oh, like GW. stuff, so. Yeah, but I have the old. I mean, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think it's a waste of money. But. I bought the old one like f- like five months ago, and they came out the new one. It's like I'm not going to buy it again. It's my one boomerism, <laughs> I guess. I just like having the book in my hand. And I come from the generation that actually appreciates physical media. I hold something in my hand and read it. I want to look and at I, it. I need to. I need to look at something wise. that's not a bright screen. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts my eyes after I read it for too long. The next actually, I want to actually be like, feel like I own my rules. <laughs> it's going to be hieroglyphics that I like etched on a stone that they send to you. Hell yeah. It's old like school. God intended. <laughs> the way the good Lord. Speaking of FAQ'd and shit that I got wrong. The. In the book, I believe it says that it. Uh, you can rally a unit, I believe it says that, or one of the sub-factions hosts they ever chosen. I might be wrong on this too, so don't quote me. But it specifies, and it's on a four-up in the book. That's why. Good thing you corrected me in our game, Nick. But I couldn't have done it on the Varengard anyway because it specifies chosen knights or warriors. So Yeah, when you did it, it wasn't even that like, I didn't believe you. I was just like, holy fuck, you can do that to, to Varengard on a four-up? I was like, Jesus. I mean, I don't think that's insane, but okay. How many points are they? 290. Yeah, that's insane. Yum. That's a lot of points. That's a lot. Like, that's insane to be able to do that, or? Yeah, 100%, yeah. Where that's your 150-point unit gets rallied on a 4-up and 13 of them like brought back. That's half the cost, though, so that's a lot more believable. Yeah, okay. And they're not damage three doing mortals on sixes either. They're damage two, buddy. Well, three with the mortals. See, look at that. <laughs> the cost. <laughs> you look at the cost per model you're getting back. Just think of that. The economy is yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Boom. That's my point. Yeah, but you, okay. I, I, we don't have to have this argument because it's not fun. like comparing it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. There's a lot of factions with four rallies. So. Oh yeah. Go, go, get, 
We played a bunch of dumb goblins. Jesse, sometimes armies just have cooler rules than you. It happens. It is true. Well, I just don't understand. Yeah, no, that harkening back to what Nick just said with the FAQing a book three weeks after it came out. Like, oh yeah, that's annoying as fuck. Because I would it like really had I not read the FAQ, I would have never caught it for sure. And had I had a and a friend and I not message me, I'm mean, like, hey, you fucking fucked that up. I would listen to your podcast. I'm like, oh, thank you for letting me know. You know, so. Yeah, no, I, I get that. It's way more forgivable when it's a matter of like because of an FAQ. A lot of people understand that. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not. Yeah, if you're getting the rules from the book and it's, they change the rule from what's written in the book, yeah, it's. Well, that's exactly what happened. On you, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, which I might have mistakenly read it anyway. And it, it like could be, in, I, I don't have the book in front of me, but like, it could be like, you know, chosen knights and warriors. But yeah. Apparently, it used to be Varengard were also included in that. So, one unit Varengard down. Well, colored white. Nice. Hell yeah. <laughs> Not even base coated, just fucking colored red. <laughs> <laughs> that is one thing I really appreciate about Sylvaneth is there's a couple things, but there's really not very much erratas on them. Yeah, that's nice. Yet. No. Yet. They're <laughs> like 48. No. I don't even know if I've checked this game I want. I should probably look and see. It's only my second game. I couldn't have messed up too bad, right? No, for sure. Well, I mean, first of all, to me, that solidifies that that list is just not going to ever work. So, yeah, but uh, yeah, so list. the one that I was playing with Nick. Oh, so, gotcha. yeah, like nothing you did felt overly bullshit that would have like, you know, told me maybe check that for an FAQ. For I mean, sure. the bonuses to unbind. Yeah, those oh, felt yeah, that's bad, insane. but, that's, but yeah. sometimes people just get those. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The plus four is pretty dumb. I'm not gonna lie. Well, they actually don't. I mean, they have a lot of stuff, but a lot of it's for units I don't have. So that's good. Good, you don't even think about it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't cheat, Joel. Cool. Okay, good. Well, I'm a dirty cheater, so. <laughs> if we found something that you cheated, Nick, I'd just be like, well, then I would have won even harder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would have put your dick in the dirt that much deeper then you fucking idiot <laughs> cheater what else are we going to talk about don't know you, I thought you were going to wish about you know 4th edition oh yeah well mine was about terrain but then I got distracted so I don't know what you guys talked about we just talked about I, I hearkened on like War Machine's pretty decent rules for terrain yeah, uh, Joel like likes AOS's train rules. Apparently, I do too. Compa- I only have 40k as a comparison, though, and that's yeah. I that's appreciate true. the simplicity. I don't mind simple, I think- but I like it's not difficult to write good rules for terrain. What would you want? No. Like different? Like just out of curiosity? Like like in Warzone, there was stuff called rough terrain, which gave you minus two to your movement if you touch it. Like walls giving you cover that already happens. But, you know. it, it, more varieties. Yeah, they got that. I mean, things like they had hazardous terrain too. So things like tar pits or like uh, things that were on fire and stuff. And if you walked into them, you could potentially take damage. So I think there's a way that they could they could write that into there too. Like you could. There's 
some way. On, like, if you touch a hazardous piece of terrain on a 5-up, you take D3 mortal or something like that. It'd be kind of cool. Just a little more variety in the terrain. Yeah, that um, makes sense. Yeah. I don't think it's too hard. Like, they had, well, they had stuff like trenches and craters that would provide defensive bonuses too. But they're also their ranged attack system is so different that it, uh, I don't know if that would like translate that well. Right. That wouldn't quite work. But, but yeah, things like rough, like Jess said, rough terrain, um, which is like, you know, areas of broken earth or, or like graveyards and stuff. And that would, if you walk over it, you get minus two to your movement. Or like if you were going to charge through it, that would apply to the charge too. That you'd get minus two on your charge because you'd move. You move slower over the rough terrain, and that flying models ignore that. So well, it's also different because they always you know how to get out the charge in a straight line. You know, like, no, that is true. So, I mean, as of... as far as line of sight blocking terrain, I really don't think that's a fault of Age of Sigmar. It's more a fault of people just not utilizing generic wildwoods. Yeah. Okay. But in war, like, uh, yeah, we come from a game. Like you could not shoot through a model if you're the same base size, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot different. Yeah. Yeah, which is also it's, it makes this like, in my opinion, at least, you know. But yeah, I do like it a lot because you could use you could use bigger models to screen, screen. smaller models behind them. Like you, they yeah. could they could protect your general stuff, which is really cool, and allowed for a lot of interactive uh, gameplay that way too. <laughs> Yeah, and then like some War Machine had hills at one point, which gave you arcing fire, so you could just see over all model sizes, you know, stuff like that. But how does uh, how did terrain like placement work in war in like competitive games of War Machine? Because I'm wondering if maybe that's why there's the absence of that in AOS, because a lot of it is in the roll off for attacker defender. I don't remember which one it is, but someone sets up the deployment or the uh, terrain, and it would. It would feel pretty bad if someone just put a bunch of like hazardous stuff all in front of your deployments. Like, yeah, cool, come out of your deployment well, and just take a bunch of mortal wounds. In Age of, in Age of Sigmar, def, uh, I don't know how many tournaments go by this. Defender sets up terrain, attacker picks side. Yeah. So it's almost like incentive to make it even in that case. We're but... saying the tournament organizer set up the terrain, and the scenario was essentially the same for every for both players. And... Uh, you got, the only difference in first and second was the second player scored first, and you score on your opponent's turn also in that game. And uh, you get if you go second, you get an extra three inch of deployment. Okay, and you choose which side you deploy on. Yep. So the the attacker gets the advantage of taking the board space. The defender gets the favorable terrain. Okay. And that's and the but the. But the, the players did not set up the terrain. It was already set by the organizer. Yep. I see, so. I see. So, I yeah. was just thinking. Which I like, I like that system. Yeah, yeah for sure. I think that's I think that's better. I was just curious, like yeah. maybe Yeah, well, like AOS's yeah. scenario packet is so much different. I it think is. it is yeah. a lot. If it's 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 a great packet, don't get me wrong, but it's just a lot different different game. So Yeah. Yeah, like the deployments were locked exact the deployment war machine's the same every time. Yeah, One, the first player deploys it. Yeah, it's not like you don't have any weird L shapes or just like, you know, the territories aren't different. It's the same every time. You don't want to make like so. a fucking circle around the center and fucking, you can only go 11 inches this way, yeah. 13 up, fucking six to the side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
I like that. I like that though. I think. Oh just, yeah, for uh, sure. I'm not ragging on. It. I, I, I'm. I'm making yeah. a joke, but yeah, I like. I, I, I like it. I like it too because the missions in 40k end up feeling a bit monotonous and so samey. So samey. Mm. I cannot even. Yeah, they are not memorable at all to me. But well, honestly, like what happens in too, to be honest, like the the AOS packet is yeah. awesome. Oh so. yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's yeah, great. I agree. But it, I like feels, it, it, it feels flavorful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and all the missions actually feel different. Like you know what I mean, Joel. Yeah, absolutely. Like you hear Realmstone Cash, and you're like, "Oh God, damn it!" <laughs> yeah, sweet. Yeah, the sweet, for the fucking fiftieth time, I'm gonna play Realmstone Cash. <laughs> the mission we did today, Jesse was the one that we did, where you, the second player, chooses oh, which objective fuck. to activate, and Joel yeah. was taking second most of the time. Yeah, so dude. I got to feel that. that. Yeah, it fucks you in the yeah. ass, dude. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, that yeah, was rough. It definitely incentivizes you to like go second which i think yeah. is cool i think there should be more missions like that honestly so it's not like yeah, oh yeah sure. double turn Fuck oh yeah. you know what we should do for our playtesting? we should look up the missions that the factions we play have the lowest win rates in oh yeah and that's a, try to purposely yeah. play those so idea, we get better actually. at the stuff our factions are bad at well i think uh you know whatever faction i play it's gonna be about 90 percent of the missions so <laughs> yeah come on jesse give be more confident don't, come don't on. based off statistics dude <laughs> you can do it jesse. you can do it i'll break it don't yeah. worry break them that's right i'm gonna play the least played sub faction and fuck everyone <laughs> she'll be like why aren't you guys playing this idiots idiots it's so easy so easy. dude here's my double varg skiers your list is amazing <laughs> why didn't we see this before <laughs> I do think it would be a lot. It'd be super easy to just adjust the like line of sight rules for shooting. You know, to what Warshine was. I don't know. I just think like you know, just having something like you know, I don't know. I just, I just had it in the one game against Barney where I was faced against massive shooting because, uh, like Joel's years is, uh, you know, as bullshit as I feel like it is being able to teleport almost in my deployment zone and shoot me in the face, but that's cool. Uh, but like, I, I got to do that today and it was actually pretty great. I yeah. I bet, it, I bet it's fun when you do it. Um, you know, I think like for, for instance, like if that was like a war machine table, Barney's stuff wouldn't have been able to shoot through his own stuff. Cause he can't see through it. Cause they're the same base size. Okay. You know, and like he was hiding behind a wall, so he wouldn't have line of sight anyway, you know, like or like a building or whatever. So I don't know, like that kind of stuff is quite easy to write in here. But that's my opinion, at least. Yeah, basically the way it works is like you can see. You can see through uh, bases that are smaller than you. And if it's. If a base is equal size to you, you can see something as long as the target is bigger, right? So, like, if if you're on a 25 mil and you're shooting at a 32, you can see through each other because that your target's bigger, right? And it's not that. I mean, that's like a, in a nutshell. Yeah. But yeah, and I think it would do something to like tone down range attacks a little because I do think they're like the be all end all of the game. Like range attacks are pretty insane. I mean, KO is nuts. It's all guns. I mean, like t- today, if you don't have guns, it's you're, it's pretty fucked. Yeah, I mean, 
my normal list i like i have guns but it's really not as focused as what i played against what i play against jesse Sure. Yeah, you know, that's why, like, you know, that was it didn't matter because I was like a you pretty much you know. whiffed all your tree lord shooting today, actually. It was kind of crazy. Dry oh, yeah. did all the shooting. Well, Dreich is mm-hmm. an actual good shooter, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Tree lord is just kind of how many times say it was just like, well, nothing. And I was like, oh, shit, really? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I never expect tree lord shooting to really make yeah, a difference. It's I, just I, nice extra I, damage. I expect too much from the tree lords all the time. Like goddamn! Like people are like, "Oh no, Dirth is gonna shoot." I'm <laughs> yeah. like, "Okay, hitting on fours, wounding on threes." Yeah. Okay, nothing yeah, good. Like, okay, yeah, that's not that's not that bad. Then he gets into melee, seven attacks, twos and twos. All out defense. No, like, no, don't, you, you don't, don't. You don't need to do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'll live. Uh. Like that little character yeah. had Dirthu and the Tree Lord shoot at him, and he still survived. I know. <laughs> What a champion. Yeah, the holy plague priest. Paint never in doubt on his cloak, like I'm going to in my skeleton. <laughs> There's actually a shit ton of never. banners that my like clan rats have and stuff. I should paint something funny on that. Actually, one of the plague monks is like holding a scroll. I'm trying to think of something really funny to write on there. Maybe I'll put I'm gonna that. paint dick butt on there. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Did paint the lyrics to that uh, Creed song like yeah. I did on the my Necromancer. <laughs> Hold me now. Hold me now. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my wish list. I mean, I don't care. I think the game is fun. Whatever happens in fourth edition will be fun. But if they could increase the uh, interactivity of terrain rules and do something to tone down range attacks, I think that'd be fantastic. See, I, but, in my opinion, wishlist for fourth. I think they should actually bring up the um, ranged weapon ranges, move <laughs> uh, wizards to psychics, and put it in mm-hmm. the 41st millennium. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's good. Let's get the stupid ideas out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I really don't know what I would have for a wish list for four. That's so something I'd have to think of ahead of time. I mean, yeah, it's probably just because like I'm not as like I haven't played. I mean, yeah, I've played a lot of games, but not like I don't know. I still feel like the game's in a good spot. I don't think it needs an yeah. addition change. Yeah, I don't think so either. I am also excited to see like what that would bring, though. So, I mean, it's gonna get one, Hopefully but yeah, it I agree. Change. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, hopefully it wouldn't change too much up from like how it is now. Kind of like how eighth to ninth was Joel for forty k, but I don't know. How's ninth to tenth looking? It's quite different. Yeah, like so far, better than ever. Uh, there's I stuff mean, I, I don't like, that. but it's net Probably positive. Not, but... Like what? Okay. Um, when I looked at the terrain rules, I didn't quite like them because what they showcased, there were some really wonky situations that I thought of that really did not make any sense. I had to mm-hmm. read through them again to really give examples, but that was an issue sure. I had. Um, it feels like there are some instances of oversimplification, but I kind for a majority of that. I feel like that might be because we haven't gotten like a lot of the army creation rules and the actual faction rules. So I'm kind of withholding my opinion on that. 
Okay. I do really dislike the changes to the psychic phase because it feels like a lot of times it's turned mm-hmm. into just something from another phase that has the word psychic slapped onto it and it doesn't even feel like a psychic it's just ability. Like, it's kind of like an extra effect on the data sheet that is just like, like I don't know. Psychic abilities felt cool, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're, well, or like, it's like... Know. It's like, ooh, this is a psychic ability. And it's like, no, that's a shooting attack. It's just a shooting attack. And now a lot of it's just extra shooting attacks are like, oh, cool. Like if something's within nine inches, you can do some mortals if you move next to it. It's like, yeah. I don't know. That, that would be an example of like oversimplifying it. Because like, man, it's a dice game. I want to roll dice. Let me just roll 2d6 and see if I cast it. Like, I don't know. It's like, oh, man, I want that dopamine hit of my spell exactly, going off. Exactly. Yeah, I want to roll box cars. <laughs> Let me roll box cars. <laughs> no, don't roll box cars yeah, in 40k. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. I, I, thought, I said that, and then I thought about it. I was like, "Oh shit." Okay, so uh, they need context for that. In 40k, basically, you miscast on both double ones and double sixes, but yep. it doesn't prevent Whoa. the spell. Still goes off, and it doesn't prevent you from doing future casts. You just take the yeah. damage. That's weird. Yeah, so you, you don't want double sixes. Just, like bounce back and hit in the face too. Yeah. Yep. Wow. What a game. Hell yeah. Game sick, dude. What rules prevent you from moving? Because it seems like nobody moves in that game. <laughs> well, I think you just need to watch past turn one. Okay. So four can... hours later. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man. That seems like a pretty good place to stop. What do you guys think? Yeah, I'm done for that. Cool. We can talk about how dumb action terrain is. And... What's that? Oh, that's a full episode. I have to do the research, too. Well, I think that would be an episode. I think we should fill it with not just terrain, but also whether or not other stuff should cost points. Make a whole discussion about what should and should not cost points. That's sure. fair. Battalions, command traits, artifacts, the whole nine I don't yards. understand that one, but yeah, like, I understand everything else, just not battalions. Well, just for the sake of talking about it, if everyone agrees and everyone yeah. agrees, we still talked about it. For sure. Good point. And with that, that's a, that's a teaser for next week. That's exciting. Three days from now. Oh, yeah. Or Friday. We'll see. Um, well, thanks for listening. We'll uh, catch you guys later. All right. Oh, man. I have been doing, I've been playing a song, like, at the end of everything. What do you guys have? Smash Mouth. I assume you said what you have in mind because you, you you cut out a lot. Hell yeah. Last week I did uh, Pale Explosions from Moth Gatherer. So good. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah that album's fucking sick. Smash Mouth. Uh, it would be really funny if you did Smash Mouth, though. Do Smash Mouth. Do All Star. <laughs> That's, That's exactly what I was thinking, too. Of course yeah. it is. What other song comes to mind? We went off about Smash Mouth today. <laughs> How many listens do you guys think All Star has on Spotify? Oh, billions. It's got to be high. It is, wow. 914 million. Oh, so it's almost a thousand. All right. It's almost a billion. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> I said a billion. I was like, maybe that's a little too high, but no, I guess not. No, <laughs> you're close. <laughs> I think if we, if we band together, we can get there. Yeah. <laughs> Just start playing it, leave it on repeat. 
all night. <laughs> yeah, fall asleep, yeah. do it. Let's pump those numbers, dude. They they could use oh, the help. The next day, you're just like humming all star to yourself accidentally all the time. So much to do, so much to see, so much wrong with taking the back streets. You never know if you That's don't song. go. You never shine if you don't glow. You should just uh, get, get every single crazy. song by Smash Mouth and play them all at the same time. Oh my god. <laughs> Nick, why are you such a genius? Gets the torches. <laughs> Dang, we really we ended on a high. Hell yeah. Ended on a high note for sure. For sure. Alright, cool. We'll catch you guys later. Disney song do you think goes the hardest? Um, uh, what did the songs in Tarzan count? Yeah, the, yeah, I think so. Don't you say it? Don't say it. Phil no Collins. Phil Collins. We're, my, we're not allowed. Phil. We're not allowed Phil he's Collins. my nemesis. He's my nemesis. <laughs> I hate Phil Collins. And it's completely irrational because he was like a. Hey, the only reason why I'm thinking about that is because the bar is very low. <laughs> Well, I would agree with you, unless you've seen Mulan make a man out of you. What a fucking bang! Fair, fair. Hell yeah! Swift as a coursing river. Count me in, dude. Fuck yeah! Pixar count all day. Hell yeah! Pixar count. Disney movie. Is it? Pixar. Sure, I don't care. So some people say yes, some people say no. I'll count it. I don't really know the difference. Might be a good one in some sort of Pixar movie. Actually, wait. I'm gonna say the Imperial March from Star Wars because technically that's that is damn. That's a good one. Is the Imperial March? Does that is that better than uh, Duel of the Fates? Uh, no. I don't think so. Actually, <laughs> that, that goes pretty hard. Actually, yeah, yeah dude. Except the movie tied to it's complete shit. So. But the character associated with it. That part of it is, that's the greatest part of the movie. Definitely. Maybe of any movie. That is one of the earliest movies I remember seeing in theaters. Same. Yeah, me too. That and Flintstones of Viva Rock Vegas. Hell yeah. (laughs) yeah, That's so funny. Is it time for some uh, song brackets? Oh my god, you're right. What are you eating? Cheez-Its. Hell yeah, dude. I love me some cheeses. White cheddar flavor. Oh, those are good. I, you gotta get the extra extra toasted ones. Those are the best. Oh, yeah. yeah. The white cheddar with the grooves? Oh, fuck. 
Oh, oh yeah, the groom one is ribbed. Ribbed. Oh, yeah. Your pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or his. We don't discriminate, you know. Yeah, whatever, dude. Yeah. Whatever you're into is cool, to man. Each their own. Ribbed yeah. for their pleasure. See? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fix it. Yeah. <laughs> Ribbed okay. for Zier's pleasure. Yes. <laughs> Here we are. We're going to do two matches. Um, how are these? On the radio, you're running out super hard. You are, I, yeah. But I think the the weather is like really fucking with my internet. The weather, yeah, in my water apparently. You have satellite, <laughs> satellite internet. Oh, come on! What are you? What do I look like? I'm Trevor. Because my buddy Solomon, he has satellite internet, and he has really bad issues sometimes. Oh, he also built a temple, didn't he? Anyway, uh, the, so got Lincoln Park versus Rise Against. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Well, there's only one band that I actually know what they sound like in those, so I don't know what I don't know what Rise Against sounds like. Rise Against sounds like pretty generic angsty punk rock music. But still, I think that is better than the professional whininess that is Lincoln Park. I'm still gonna go with Lincoln Park. Yeah. What the fuck? This is this is madness. When I was like in first grade, they're like my favorite band. So like, <laughs> nice. Riding <laughs> yeah. or dying with them. Exactly. Hell yeah. Lincoln Park only had listened to a couple seconds. Lincoln Park. You listened to okay. God damn it. Are you? Sh- if I <laughs> if I get that much of a knee jerk reaction to it, it it has to be the other band. Okay. Well, I would like the record to show that I do not agree, but I've been outvoted. What, that Lincoln Park's the shittier band? No, no, no. Better right. band. No, it's the other way around. Oh, you guys are wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, Lincoln Park sucks. Rise Sorry, is... I would much rather listen to Lincoln Park. I, I agree with you. Oh. But... I just think I just think Lincoln Park goes like real hard and like really gets me going when he's like, "Shut up when I'm talking to you." (laughs) (laughs) Really knows what how I feel. Yeah, (laughs) I think uh, Lincoln Park is like the band for everybody who peaked in middle school and now has their tribal tattoos. That's uh, and Nick. Yeah. You don't yeah, wait, Nick. Do you have any tri- Do you have any tribal and all that? You know, no. Yeah, I don't know if I can be a friend. <laughs> Excuse me. I voted Lincoln Park. I got to get fireballs along my wrist. Yes. <laughs> Secretly wanted that when I was a little kid. I was like, "Fuck, that's cool." <laughs> <laughs> well, um. You guys know the protocol for a tie, which we have. What's the protocol for who's, a tie again? Who's who's well, lady? Ask one of our women. I already know her vote. Okay. It would probably oh, be like. Should, should I go ask Liz? You can't. Go for it. Please, please do. All right. All right. Let me text my wife. Yeah, just double check. She said Lincoln Park. Fuck. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> you like tell her she's wrong, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm with you guys. I'd rather against. Okay, she would rather listen to. Come on, rise against. Okay, oh. I'm gonna call my wife 
on speakerphone, and we'll get the tiebreaker. Wait, that is a tie. No, 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 no. We're still even then. Nick's wife picked Lincoln Park. Oh, we're tied. Six. Nick, stop telling Paige. Tell Paige stop having reasonable opinions. It caused another tie. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Hopefully she's not driving. Hey, babe, can you hear me? Hey, uh, we're on the podcast right now. You're on speakerphone. We have a really important question, and we only you're the only person who can help us. Uh, would you rather listen to Lincoln Park? No. Or Rise Against? <laughs> I did not hear it. I didn't oh, hear you guys can hear it? All. No. Nope. Oh, she said she'd rather listen to Rise Against. Oh, shit. I, I don't make up the rules. I'm sorry. So. All right. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> 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 so Lincoln Park moves on. Man. Brutal fight. Okay, that leads us to one uh, we're going to have a, a tough time with, I think, because I don't know if any of us know these guys. Um, have you guys ever heard of a band called Hoobastank? Oh, man. I've heard of it. I might recognize a couple songs. That's where I'm at, yeah. I could, not tell you, I could not tell you like what song by them okay. I've heard, but I've probably heard something by them. Okay. Uh, it's It's... The matchup is Hoobastank and Papa Roach, who I think did... God. What song did they do? They did one song. Oh, they've done... This is my lot. last resort. Yeah. Stop the yeah, game. Like, no play, Dan. What did Jesus Christ. Christ. Yeah, yeah, that, no, that's like pure metal. Fuck uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. It's amazing. It was new metal. Yeah. Sorry. Man, I don't want to click play on this on my Spotify because other people can see what you're we listening just, to. Uh, we just found Jesse is a Fred Durst fan. <laughs> just one of those days. Oh, it's this man. What was that? Could you turn Papa it? Roach. Papa Roach. Could you, is, do you have Hoobastank playing? What What was that? I, I listened to Hoobastank. And I, I recognize the song. <laughs> yep, Papa Roach. Okay. I, well, yeah, okay. I agree. Yep. Wow, in a landslide. I think it's a unanimous vote this time. That is unanimous. Wow, so man. We can be friends again. Yeah, that's good. We did it. So that means uh, moving on and facing put each any, other in the next round. Put any Just, like semblance of metalism in them, and they'll beat 90% of the other bands. Okay. Mm. I thought we established last week that Smash Mouth would solo the whole bracket. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's true. Besides yeah. Smash Mouth, they get a pass on like <laughs> everything. <laughs> oh man, this song's so bad. Okay, yeah, no, it's it's Papa Roach. <laughs> Unfortunately, man, it's like the lesser of two evils, though. Yeah, I feel like the the deeper we get in, the well, more the, that's okay. Be the case. But the thing is, that is this entire list oh, except yeah. for Smash, yeah, except for, sure. for Smash Mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Creed on here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A pure-hearted band like Creed. A pure-hearted band, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. God damn, that was bad. So yeah, that means that uh, Lincoln Park and Hoobastank will face off. Oh my god. Well, really quick, you want to do another one? Dude, I guess we could, because it's going to take us forever to get through these fucking things. 
Yeah, we had like four more rounds to go to, so. Yeah, okay, let's do another one. Oh, we'll do another uh, like bracket top, so we'll do two more matchups. Yeah. Uh, it's corn and limp biscuit. Oh, the man. Durst. That's a classic Woodstock. Easy. Oh, I know what Wood- Jesse's voting for. For yeah, sure. Wood- what? You don't want to break something? Well, yeah, dude. Then it's Limp Bizkit, dude. It's a classic Woodstock 99 matchup. No, yeah, I'm good. I mean, I'm more yeah, of a fan of green beans. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> <Damn> honestly. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I agree with Corn. Limp Bizkit, man. That is... As, uh, is in that live BLS album from like way back in the day. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> Zach Wilds like when Biscuit sucks dick and just blazes through his fucking solo. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was so sick. And the crowd goes nuts. That was awesome. Yeah, it's true. I would have to. I would have to vote Corn. Begrudgingly. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, these are getting easier. We're getting better at this. Yeah, we are. Cool. Limp Biscuit, you move on, man. Okay, next. Um, then we have Avenged Sevenfold. Oh, which God. Is oh, so man. bad. Or Iowa's favorite sons, Slipknot. Slipknot, easy. Me too. Hands down. Side note I was a huge fan of Slipknot and Corn when I was younger. So, like, these are both really easy for me. I'm starting to like. <laughs> I'm, I'm, like now, just so you know, but uh, I'm starting to piece your yep, past together. Yep, exactly. Who, who was middle-aged Nick? <laughs> who is middle-aged? A middle school Nick. Sorry, yeah, middle-aged. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. Okay. Nick, I got a question. In middle yep. school, did you wear those hot topic pants? Uh, no. In middle school, I was, I was not that guy. So not that two years ago, dude. Yeah, we put it on Saturday these fucking stovepipe pants with like 16 different chains on. <laughs> Fingerless gloves, dude, yeah. in the middle oh, of yeah, summer. Yeah. <laughs> in the middle of summer. Okay, it was Slipknot and Event Sevenfold. They kind of yeah. occupy the same place in my head, so this is a hard pick. They're both That's complete garbage. That's the point. Because they're both kind of those bands that like... I don't like any of their music, but right. I'm at the same time like, okay, they have guitar players that can do some cool stuff, but okay. that's all they are to me. You guys know this, but Joey Dorsey might be the best drummer of all time. <laughs> Dude, he drummed upside down once, bro. <laughs> you see him on the drum set spinning around, bro. Sick, dude. Sick. Never seen anything yeah. like you guys don't even know the lore behind the masks, dude. The lore behind the masks. Holy Wait, they have lore? I don't know. Holy that sounds fucking, fucking hilarious, though. I, I guess I'll have now. to. I'll have to say Slipknot's a little more listenable, just because the yeah, vocals really are. Actually, got. De- I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say it, but they got. Here it comes. I like their... Here it comes. <laughs> We're ripping on him, and Nick's over there, like, yeah, Slipknot's bussing. Yeah, okay, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, you guys can diss on me all you want. It's fine. Like, in, in middle school, all I listened to was Nine Inch Nails, so, you know, everybody makes mistakes. I didn't listen to death metal when I was nine years old, so. Hell yeah. yeah. Did your, uh, was your duality tattoo one of your first, or did you get that later on? We got it uh, yesterday, actually. <laughs> oh, <pretty> cool. <laughs> <laughs> I will have to say, 
that song is better than anything in Avenged Sevenfold's catalog. Okay. Oh, yeah. That, that gives him the edge. No, that's you two. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Okay, do we all agree then? It's uh, Avenged Sevenfold. Slipknot is eliminated. They're the better band. Yes. Okay. Okay. We learned a lot about Nick today, which I like. Yeah. That was nice. I know. We had I this didn't. conversation today, Joel. This yeah. is hilarious. We had this exact I, conversation when we were playing our game. We knew this was coming up. That's hilarious. I, I, I knew this was coming. Yep. Nice. It's okay, dude. How are we to Jesse and Steven? Well, we pretty much are. <laughs> uh, I mean, in, in middle school, I listened to Nine Inch Nails and, like, a band called The Deadlights. Do you remember that band, Jess? Oh, yeah. That was a pretty good band. But yeah, There was a lot of bad stuff there, too. I'm not going to say it because I'll want to, you know. Did I listen to you? Dude, I was, I was kicking ass since day one. I never yeah. listened to anything bad. I came out of the womb with headphones listening to yeah, Slayer. Not me. Yeah. Feel different. Hey, me? I was going through my sister's music trying to find what I like, which a lot of it was these bands that were making fun of, but I never quite like grabbed onto them super, super hard. But the thing, the thing that ended up grabbing me and really driving my direction in music was my dad listening to Alice Cooper. Okay. All right. That's fair. That's cool. Our dad listened to a lot of Yes. Which I oh, still yes, like. kicks ass. Yeah, dude. Heart of the yeah, Sunrise. Yeah, if you want to listen to Prague, I'm into it. I don't care about it. We could do it. We could do a 70s Prague fucking. <laughs> I would that. love to do. Yeah. If we did like a, a one Prague song as a, like a cover song, it would be Heart of the Sunrise. That song is fucking sick. It's yeah, he listened to that. Crosby Stills and Nash, which I still like. I don't care. The band is great. And my favorite, uh, my favorite old band, quote unquote, is Blue Oyster Cult. Oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's good shit. I love Pink Floyd. I think David Gilmore is the greatest guitar player to ever do it. It's not about speed. It's about what you can bring out of the instrument. He's the best. I'm curious. What, what's Nick's favorite guitar player? Ooh. Favorite guitar player? Hmm. That's a hard question. If your answer isn't Lemmy, you're wrong. Well, he played bass. He played bass, yeah. So I know you idiot. But actually, yes, no. I have to cut that out. That's yeah. so embarrassing. <laughs> that was a good joke, though. That was good. And then after that, what's your favorite bass player, Nick? Ooh, <laughs> Alex Lifeson. God damn it! <laughs> Who? <laughs> the guitar player for Rush. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious! <laughs> my favorite drummer is Tony Iommi. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, hell yeah. He got those fingers cut off my and stopped him. Is Neil Peart. No oh, fuck yeah, dude. That Neil Peart. I, you know he's gonna do that fucking drum solo. <laughs> <laughs> no, they haven't. Uh, don't know your favorite guitar players too. Uh, favorite guitar player, I, that's a little harder for me. I pay way more attention to like bass players most of the time. Okay. My favorite bass player is definitely probably the, his name's Dominic from Beyond Creation. Or I guess he's oh. not in Beyond Creation anymore, but he used to be. Uh, well, I think you're wrong. 
<laughs> well, you asked me who my favorite was. So it's probably his favorite. Yeah. No, that's not your favorite. Yeah, you're wrong. You're a fucking idiot for having a favorite. Uh, that's correct. That's correct. I was just Got trying it. to bait you into saying someone from Tool with the bassist. I don't even know that bassist name. Justin Chancellor. He's great. Oh, yeah. He is. He's pretty good. I don't really like Tool. You know who's excellent? What did you say? Martin Mendez. Oh, yeah, it's Martin Mendez. Damn. Yeah, band full of hitters, really. But... Yeah, they're all hitters. <laughs> well, you're wrong, so. Uh, you are wrong. <laughs> That's not your favorite. It's not your favorite, so try again. <laughs> try again. <laughs> uh... No, yeah, Martin <laughs> Mendez. He's a banger. Fuck. He did all those fretless on Black Rose Immortal. Ooh, man. Okay, cool. We did a lot today. Good job. <laughs> productive. Well, we should probably get into an actual... Probably get into what are we, it. What are we going to talk about? Fuck if I know. Joel and Nick played a game. My internet's so bad. I should not do a lot of talking. You yes, also played a game. We played Elvaneth versus Skaven. Yeah. Fun, actually, yeah. Cool. Well, let's do the intro and talk about that. See what happens. Oh, we have the uh, uh, this great nerfing of 2023 to go over. Oh my god, that's right. This is gonna be a salt episode. A mo episode. So because yeah, Nick's not even playing fucking OBR anymore. Did they nerfed him out of it? He's still with that guy. That's okay. Our uh, our game can be filler talk. Yeah, totally. Okay, cool. cool. Let's do it. Are we ready to go? Hello and welcome. Hello. Oh, sorry, that was a low energy. I'm so sorry. I apologize for everything. Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. Well, the years start coming and they don't stop coming. Fed to the rules and I hit the ground running. Didn't make sense not to live for it's smart, but your head gets dumb. So much to do, so much to see. So what's wrong with taking the back streets? You'll never know if you don't go. You'll never shine if you don't glow. Hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on, go play. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on, get paid. And they say it gets colder You're bundled up now, wait till you get older But the media men beg to differ Judging by the hole in the satellite picture The ice we skate is getting pretty thin The water's getting warm so you might as well swim My world's on fire, how about yours? That's the way I like it and I'll never get bored Hey now, you're an all-star Get your game on, go play Hey now, you're a rock star Get the show on, get paid
Show on.